Welcome, folks, to Chiang Mai is Blue, your independent Chiang Mai FC English podcast, with me, Rob Scott, and with Simon. Hello. He doesn't say a lot, does he? Um, a slightly different format for you this week because there were no league games last weekend due to the international break in the King's Cup up here in Chiang Mai. So we will touch on that. Um, we will do a preview of the weekend's games, including our home game against, uh, uh, against Pattaya United. And we will talk to Richard Keyworth. Now, Richard was one of the founders of the Chiang Mai FC English Facebook page, um, is currently over in the UK, so we are proving ourselves to be masters of technology, and we will get Richard to give us a little bit of background into setting up CMFC English and to a few memories of uh, days gone by when there used to be 10, 15,000 people watching regional football here in the north of Thailand. Onwards. Let's do the King's Cup first. Simon, score. Two all, and they blew it on penalties after the 90 <laughs> yeah. minutes. So it, it, it's got it, to be disappointing. They're a, de- they're a decent outfit. They are probably the strongest team in the Arabian Gulf. Uh, which means they you know, regularly beat the likes of Qatar, the United Arab Emirates and the Saudis. So it's a, it was a decent standard to be competing against. It was played in pretty dreadful conditions. The game was slightly delayed while they, while they basically swept as much water off the pitch as possible. The pitch itself seemed to survive reasonably well, considering the amount of rain. It did go to penalties. There's no extra time in these games, so straight to penalties. And uh, Thailand lost 5-4 on penalties. But penalties are entertaining. They are entertaining. They are entertaining. It's such good fun. So that wonderful nervous tension that you get with them. And the elation at every kick, you know, scored or saved or missed. A result, I think, to be proud of rather than than to be disappointed by. And in front of crowds of over 16,000 on both the Thursday and the Sunday. Excellent attendance. Really impressed with that. Yeah. Yeah, in the, and in those conditions as well. So, well done, folks. Everybody who went to the games, well done. Hope everybody enjoyed them. And it's a good sign for international football here in Chiang Mai and for getting international games out of the capital and into, forgive the word, the provinces. Should do more of it. Yeah, take games down to Songkla, move them to move them to Karat. Um, know, there, there's plenty of opportunity to, to take yeah, international features. Yeah, fine. He can't afford to bowl down to Bangkok to watch a game. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's well done. Confess, we've just recorded the interview with Richard uh, and a little bit of background on CMFC English, and we'll play that interview for you now and then come back to you with the weekend's fixtures. I think that's the right order to do things in. So this is Richard Keyworth. Good morning, Rich, or good afternoon from uh, Chiang Mai, and welcome to your old, your old site, really, um, CMFC English, and a uh, podcast that's new for this season. Uh, for those who don't know Richard Keyworth, he was one of the founders of CMFC English on Facebook uh, back in the dark ages when cameras, when television was in black and white, and he used to listen to the games on the radio. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> No, it was about, I mean, if you go back, the page seems to have started in about February 2011, which I, the continuity of this over 12 years is, is remarkable. And the fact that it's all, all that content is still there. What, what, how did you start it, Rich? What was the thought behind it? Well, it was, uh, there were three of us, actually. We used to go and watch the football in 2010. And 
basically with no information for English fans. So we got together, myself, Lee Clough, uh, and Paul Thompson, who's sadly no longer with us. Uh, we went to see the chairman, uh, which is the new chairman's either uncle or granddad, depending on the reports. And... Uh, basically said look we'd like to do an english version so we could get a little bit more for foreign fans because there weren't many of us uh there were kevin from red lion though mellow still goes and we'd like to get a bit more information and he just said how much is it going to cost me and we said nothing and he from that minute on he was like yeah please go for it and that was it. And it purely was the fact that we wanted to get a bit more information. We'd started watching this, this football team. We wanted a bit more information about fixtures and things like that. And hopefully make it a little bit bigger for other people, other fans. Which obviously then, uh, Better Boy, Wanacorn got involved with it a little bit from the Thai side of it. Also Artit and also Egg. And they helped promote it through their sort of pages, Mahabatong and uh, Tiger Gang. And it just it grew from there. It's now uh, 10,494 Facebook followers. Which is not bad going. Not bad at all. Uh, no, not me. Yeah, they're, they're not all looking at the page every day, but it's still a heck of a track record. Uh, if you just go to the last 28 days, which is sort of the beginning of this season, uh, the Facebook posts have reached 111,000 people, engagement is almost 10,000, and 128 new followers in the last 28 days. So there is a legacy there and a continued interest that almost belies the fact that there's sort of less interest in, the, in, in attending the games now, which is one of the sadder parts of the story. I mean, when we... When we first started doing it, uh, I know Simon mentioned the other day about fans and things like that, and uh, there were 10,000 every game in, in the regional league, 10,000 fans at every game, and by the end of that season, we played Borough Ram PEA in what were then the playoffs, and there were 25,000 in 700 year. Amazing, isn't it? Fantastic. Um, when you started going, it was presumably still at the old municipal stadium. It was, when I first started going, my first game was a friendly game pre-season against Chiang Rai, uh, and there were about 1,500 at that, and as I said, by the end of that season, there were 25,000 at uh, the 700, for, 700 year for a league game, or for a league playoff game. Were you getting those sort of crowds all across the league, if you went down to Pitsan or, or, or to Prayer, no, were there similar I, numbers? Not at all. Uh, Chiang Mai, I mean, I can remember going down to Lampang uh, that season, and, oh, sorry, Lampun, and there were 3,000 away fans. Wow. For Chiang Mai. Wow. Did you get... Television ruined it. You said you, the, the response from the, the club was positive. Was there, was there any time when you'd annoyed them sufficiently that they asked you to remove a post? Nothing. The only thing I said, uh, I actually said to him, is there anything we can't use? And he, he actually said, uh, Udon Pan, the chairman at the time, I want to see any pictures of me what go on and any pictures of the king what go on. And they were the only two sort of stipulations he used. <laughs> Fair enough. Hard to argue, hard to argue um, with that. Um, and then going back to something else she said the other day when I was listening to the podcast as regards everybody uh, the chairman and everybody being on the bench that always used to happen every single game the chairman was there on the bench 
It's, it's getting out of control because I mean, the, you could sell tickets for the bench now. There are so many people on it. And, uh, yeah. and what the, the events at Samat Prakan the other day where everybody offloaded. I don't, I don't particularly mind the chairman sitting on the bench, but they might at least learn the rules first. Mm, yeah, it's very much so. And that, that, that's always how it used to be. Uh, I don't know whether he's, he's following on from his granddad or what, but that's how it always used to be. There used to be the chairman and about six or seven of his cronies with him. In those days, of course, it was Udon Pan and it was an independent club. Roll forward to about 2016 and the acquisition by Singer. How did that change your view of the club and also the view of fans of the club? And was that reflected uh, on the Facebook page? Just, a, just yeah, just just a, a little one on that. I can remember Udon Pant saying to me, I want you to come to this press conference on Tuesday. Before many people had known it was being taken over, I want you to come, this one on the Sunday game, I want you to come on Tuesday. He said, bring your daughter, because my daughter used to go to every game with me, and he used to know that she sort of translated for me. And we got there, and Bangkok Glass were there, or BG at the time, it wasn't actually Bangkok Glass, but B, uh, BG, and... He said, sit here. And he was doing the speech. And we actually were sat, me and my daughter, on the main table, which was all on the news. We hadn't got a clue what was going on, but we were on the news and we were part of the press conference. And he'd used me as a, look, a phalangus to the football. <laughs> and he actually said, he said he couldn't afford to take him any further. And he was giving the club away free to this brewery because they've got the money to do it to move it forward but you could see then that it wasn't going to be the same club no but for a couple of years it, it was reasonably successful i mean the, the arrival of carlos of course the promotion at the end of 2018 uh, up to t1 so initially presumably the the, the the presumption was that it wasn't all bad news it wasn't all bad news at the time but there was also the underlying fear that like I've said for a long time, and anybody, anybody who knows me, anybody who has listened to me, they would never do anything while we got to, to while we're connected, just pure and simply. We caused too much trouble with Sing, uh, Chang, Chang Rai winning the league. Uh, basically, they robbed the league. They really, really robbed the league. I, I, I absolutely agree. And then in that year in T1, where effectively we, we won the title on behalf of Chang Rai. Um, well, we gave we gave the the, the Wonder League on goal difference, and they stole six points off us. Absolutely, absolutely. I am surprised, in, in hindsight, that we were allowed to be promoted. Very much so, and I knew we would never get promoted again while we were <laughs> yeah. under Bangkok Glass. <laughs> that, that was because, absolutely because we evident. Did. Yeah, yeah. Because um, we did break the rules, and they didn't want that want it to happen again. Maybe it's just the will of Carlos that got them there. Favourite away game. Let's do the away trips. Yeah, favourite away game by far, and I don't know what year it was. Uh, we were 2 0 down at Frere. Mm. 2 0 down with 20 minutes to go, not had a shot on goal. Terrible game. We were winning, we were winning the league easy. Absolutely winning the league easy. Uh, so it was the regional league. And we brought a player on called Francis. And he used to play in blue. And he got the number seven on the back, as in Trevor Francis. And uh, I got a friend who was with me from Birmingham, and he loved him just purely for that connection. Right, and I don't know whether anybody, I don't know whether anybody called him a racist name from the prayer side, but he just changed in an instant. 
and he became Maradona. And he scored two goals within a minute. Like I said, we'd not had a chance off for, for 70 minutes. And then he scored the uh, he set up the winner in about the 92nd, and we won 3-2. And by far, I don't know what was said to him, but something changed in the guy. Yeah, it's a million-pound performance. Um, Chumburi, Chengmai FC? Still one of my favourites. <laughs> yeah, like, I was with you that day, and that was different. Seven-five <laughs> <laughs> for people that can't that don't remember it. JL Chiang Mai. Now they were founded in about 2015. What was the response mm. of Chiang Mai FC to the arrival of a of a new Chiang Mai club, and did it affect, have any effect on the fan base? Uh, regarding Chiang Mai FC, I don't know, to be fair, but regarding the fan base, you've got some people watching both teams, and I, I know it's only Thai football, and I know it's not your first love, but I couldn't get my head around that. Uh, you've got some uh, some supporters watching both teams, and I think that has gone now. You either watch one or the other, uh, and there's not many watch the other. But <laughs> And... But at the time, yes, at the time, there were people watching two teams. I just couldn't get my head around it. If you support one, you support one. I think I think that's right. And in the end, if you're expanding that, so that the, the overall supporter base in Chiang Mai, that's good for the game. If you're splitting the supporter base, probably less good. Uh, but I like the idea of local rivalries. I like the idea of local derbies. Uh, I'm yeah, I like it now. I like it now. I must admit, I do like the idea now. Yeah, I'm getting a bit of flack from people who say that uh, teams should be merged in Chiang Mai and the city should only have one team. I just, I don't buy into that. Uh, if we have no, to... I don't buy into that because if all the fans come back, there is 25,000, 30,000 fans to be split. Yeah, sadly. I mean, I just don't see the crowds ever returning in Thai football in those mm. sort of numbers, unfortunately. It's sort of, that sort of days gone by. Um, no, from what you're saying, the few is coming back to Chiang Mai, which is good to hear. Really good to hear. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. <laughs> we're all going to have to wear bicycle helmets or, or, or crash helmets this week, <laughs> this weekend, given the, given the reports of our stadium falling apart. But there is a a spirit around the place that's that's good to see, and there's a lot of noise. It's good. You'll you'll enjoy it when you come back. I think. Good. Good. Uh, assuming good. you are coming back. Yeah, definitely. Uh, probably the, maybe the end of this month. Good. I'm trying to think what's coming up in October. Doesn't matter. Now, we did set a task for you and for others to come up with your Chiang Mai FC 11, the sort of favourite 11 of the people that you have watched over the years and you have a bit few more years than the rest of us. Um, I liked your team, but do you want to walk people through it? Yeah, I can do. Go for it. Right, I've got goal. I'm not part of the goalkeeping union, unlike you, so goalkeepers don't really bother me. But what I can remember who used to sort of stand out a little bit were Poirot. You see, uh, I, I, pick, I picked the same guy. I picked Poirot as well. And really, based on that debut performance he had at, uh, at Sukhothai, which was just a stop, which was just fabulous. Yes, I mean I did also put really silly anybody but Nantes. Uh, all right, fair enough. That's a little harsh on number. I thought he was bad when he was with us. He, moved, he did go on and have better games, but at the time when he was with Chiang Mai, he was absolutely terrible. I still think he'd be a terrific goalkeeper if he was six inches bigger. Yeah, that's, definitely. That's the anyway, you're back four. 
Uh, I've gone for Christian Yao uh, in the back. Uh, from the, Ivorian. From the Ivory Coast. Yeah, Ivorian, nice guy, really, really pleasant guy. I think he had trials in England. Stevenage comes to mind for some reason uh, after he'd left Chiang Mai. And he was always a nice guy, always approachable and, yeah, a strong, strong header of a ball and good at, good at defending, top and bottom of it. That'll do. Then I've gone for Tosser Paul, yeah. just for, for the leader he was. Still is it, no, but now at the other Chiang Mai, of course. Yeah. Uh, then I've gone for an, a Paraguayan, Ever Benitez. Now, Ever Benitez could play in midfield as well, but he did play a lot in defence. He was always strong, very good going forward as well, and a solid, solid defender. And had two, two years at Chiang Mai. That's correct, yeah. And he also came back for a third year and then didn't get in the squad as regards the foreign players. Right, OK. And... So he came back. He went home to Paraguay, came back from Paraguay, and there was no job for him. Right. And you're right back? Uh, I've gone for uh, Adisak. Okay. Going back again, just for how strong he was. That's pretty good back four. Midfield. Right. One of them you've probably never heard of, which was Saren. Strangely, Saren a couple of other people have mentioned his name to me and said, yeah, he should be in the team. So there we go. Right, what he was, Saren was a Chiang Mai lad. Uh, he went to work for Chiang Mai, played for Chiang Mai University, then went into the squad. He wasn't the best footballer you've ever seen. But he was fast, he could score goals, but he would give 110% every game, and he loved the club. Uh, and I think that's the reason he's in there. And he it was, it was the first season I started watching, 2010, 2011. <laughs> and... Yeah, he wait, would be. Wait, wait, he would definitely. Any be. idea where he is now? No idea. I know he went on to a, a few other clubs, but I don't know where he went from there. Oh, interesting. Um, okay, then across the midfield. Uh, Angelo Machuca. Good player. In midfield, probably the best player I've seen at Chiang Mai. Yeah. He could pass the ball fifty yards and land it on a coin, and his free kicks were brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. The other of the centre, I've gone for Ekinet, Panya. Yeah. yeah. I was absolutely distraught when he left. I loved that guy. I thought he was brilliant. Yeah. And yeah. obviously he, 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 was, he was unlucky with an injury, wasn't he? He got a really nasty sort of inter injury in one of the international games, which sort of put him out for a season and uh, seems to have slowed him down as well. That's tough. Correct. Yeah. Because he would have been a Thai sort of. Thai international yeah, for a I mean, lot of years. He, he, he had the potential to, uh, marketed and branded to be the sort of superstar that, that Charles Chapuis became. Correct, yes. And your fourth in midfield? Fourth in midfield, and I've had to squeeze him in, uh, so I've put him out on the wing, which is Rio Matsumura. Your, your old neighbour. Yeah, he was my neighbour at, my, my neighbor at home, and uh, he used to play football with my son, we've got signed shirts on his bedroom wall and things like that, but real Fantastic. nice guy, but he was a quality player as well. Quality player, still banging in goals down in the Indonesian league. Correct, yeah. Which would be a hairy place to play. Up front, two up front. Uh, for me, the most natural goal scorer I've seen at Chiang Mai, which was Mark uh, Babo. Another one from the Ivory Coast. Another Ivorian. Uh, they really, really should have kept him. They tried to keep him, and he 
I forgot where he went, but he was still scoring goals in Thailand for many, many years to come after that. He was. He played for multiple clubs across Thailand uh, for some years to come. It's a shame they couldn't keep him. And up front alongside him, Chat Chai. Chat Chai, yeah. Also played for Chiang Mai, or JL Chiang Mai at the time. Uh, him and, once him and Machuka were together, they were unstoppable. The guy could score from 50 yard and regularly did. And managing, the, managing your all-star team? Without doubt, Carlos. <laughs> yeah, we've been, nah. trying, we've been trying to find out. I'm surprised nobody, he's still in Thailand, but nobody sort of picked him up on, onto their coaching staff. And that just right. surprises me. But yeah, without doubt, Carlos, no doubt about that one. Yeah, personality and his commitment and the fact he sort of endeared himself to the fan base as well. I mean, he lived and breathed every, every ball that was kicked. Correct, correct, yes. Mm. And I can always remember when we did get promoted uh, in Conken, mm. I handed him a pint when he came across to the fans and he downed it in one. Part, <laughs> of, the, part of the fans. Quality, quality. <laughs> Rich, thank you so much for your time. Um, any other thoughts? Uh, just one last one where I've got to mention, and I did, did put it in the list, the biggest idiot ever to play for Chiang Mai, oh. by far, was David Barla. You get no disagreement from me on that. Oh, he was a yeah. complete wanker, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I wow. actually said twat, Simon, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, there's a misprint. It says complete wanker on the one I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it should have been nowhere near Chiang Mai and... Uh, it was, as my dad used to say, thought he was Pelly, but played like Nelly. But he didn't, he, he didn't last very long, and uh, Carlos did the right thing and just cut him off. Rightly so. Correct, yeah, exactly. And rightly so, exactly. L Lenny wasn't great either. No, but Lenny was a cult hero, wasn't he? <laughs> it was the name. All three, foot two, all three foot two of him. Very good, Rich. Well, enjoy your, the remainder of your time over in the UK. Good luck with the business, and we'll catch up and see you when you get back. Cheers, Richard. No problem. Have a good day, and thanks for keeping me entertained while I'm eating my sausage butty on a Saturday morning. You're very welcome. <laughs> this, this will be there for your, for your next Saturday. Don't, don't choke. No problem, guys. Have a, good, have a good time. Enjoy, and I'll speak to you soon. Take care, Rich. All the best. Cheers, Rich. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Fixtures this weekend. On Saturday, the first fixture of the, of the evening is the Chiang Mai FC game at home to Patti United. This really bugs me. The six o'clock game is Chiang Mai United against Nongboa. It's ridiculous. We've been through this before. They must play Chiang Mai games on different days. More it, people have got a chance to go to a game. Stupid. Yeah, it doesn't, make, it doesn't make sense. I mean, there are... You know, not everybody wants to go and see both Chiang Mai teams, but people do like to go and see a game of football. And if that means you can do the Chiang Mai FC game on the Saturday and the Chiang Mai United game on the Sunday, have at it. Happy days. Happy days. I mean, to, to, to run them basically in, in parallel makes no sense to me whatsoever. Uh, and it's just the, the league sort of shooting themselves in both feet. Uh, the six o'clock game, sorry, Chiang Mai United at home to Nong which would be a good, decent game of football, by the way. Yeah, um, that would have been a game no, that definitely would have gone no, to and don't, watched. Don't, don't give up on Chiang Mai FC versus Patia, but uh, Chiang Mai FC, Nong, Chiang Mai United, Nong would have been a decent game to watch. Ayuche uh, play Kasitsa, Prayer at home to Rayong, another decent game that evening, 6.30. And at seven o'clock, Customs versus Samut Prakan City. Our friend Phil will be hoping for three points from that. And but, a hat full of goals. Yeah, the Sunday games, and if they don't get a hat full of goals, they'll probably come off the bench and ask for the game to be abandoned or 
<laughs> Sunday, 5.30, uh, on Sea play Lampang, Supanburi host Chantaburi, Kanchanaburi play Chinat, and uh, on Ratchasima will get three points at home to Krabi, who will be playing their first away game of the season on match day five, and will do well to keep it probably in single figures. Yeah, they're not looking forward to that trip. That's going to be <laughs> horrific. Now, we will be playing in what appears to be our crumbling stadium. I'm not sure what's going on here. I mean, it's, it's not a surprise that our, that our municipal stadium is looking a bit worn and battered and tatty around the edges. But why the sudden fuss about it in the last week when people have known this is a problem for some time? To know, I could speculate. Yes, someone's upset someone or someone's after some money. Um, it's... it's the, munici the municipality apparently were going to tell us that we should only have played with 50% uh, at 50% stadium capacity. The uh, club has said they'll restrict numbers in the west stand, the cupboard stand, to 1,200, uh, which probably means we can still have over 2,500 in the stadium, which doesn't sound like 50% at all to me. Um, but, yeah, it, it should mean that everybody who wants to go to see the game can go to see the game. So, you know, there's a result in the end. Uh, whether you feel you should be wearing a hard hat to go and watch is a matter of personal choice. Um, Patty are our visitors. Now, Patty United, they, they weren't supposed to be in League Two this season. They came up because... The, the, because one of the two teams who were in the uh, championship automatic promotion places, T3 championship automatic promotion places, uh, MH Nakon C City, couldn't meet the stadium requirements for T2. So it's complicated. Patty United lost the playoff to uh, Kanchanaburi. Uh, Kanchanaburi were promoted as the third place team, but when, Naka, when MH Nakon C pulled out, Patty United took their place. Uh, but at very, very late notice, they had about a month to put a squad together for the, for the new season, uh, which means it is vaguely remarkable that they're currently sitting in second place having played 4-1-3. They're actually really interesting. Well, so, start off with some non-footballing things. Yes. Their Facebook page is outstanding. Interesting. It is really, really good. Because this is the official club page or the yes, supporter? Yeah. Okay, the official club page. Yeah. Um, they spend time and effort into it. So they're constantly posting, but they're posting good stuff. Things like their official sponsors, they've given them all an individual graphic saying that they're, they're an official sponsor. Well, that's great. The photographs they use are really, really good. They display them well. And there's a lot of information there. Really quite interesting. Do they translate it, or did you have to do that? Oh, I had to do that, which okay. is obviously irritating. Um, and then a few other things. They've got a little shop. Yeah. And on the Facebook page, they're selling little knickknacks, right. which is great. Yeah, saw those little, like, little wristbands and things, yeah. Just a few random other things... The uh, Nico Velez, poor yes. sod, he's had to rush back to... Uh, he's, got, he's gone back to Argentina. Argentina. He, play, he played in both the home games and then said... You know, which is a bit tricky for the club because, of course, he was registered for this season as one of their foreign players, and now he's not there, so they have a foreign player vacancy, but they can't fill it until the mid-season break. Yeah, I think 
the league could give them special dispensation there because that's just shit bad luck all round, isn't it? Poor soul's got to go home and look after his family member, so let him be replaced. Um, what else? Oh, a good thing that I noticed, um, we have moaned and will moan again about the secret friendlies that are not fucking announced. <laughs> Why do they have to be secret? And then when I was going through their page, a couple of their fans said exactly the same things. They said, oh, they don't mind us going down to Krabby to support them, but they keep secret a game in real. Yeah. One guy said, I would have gone down and brought some mates, and another guy agreed with him. So if you two guys are listening, yeah, we have the same problem. Patty yeah, played a friendly in Rayong this week, which is literally just down the road. And it's an ideal place if you're if you're two clubs to, to to have a competitive game at a time when there aren't any. Chiang Mai had a, uh, a friendly against Lampun. Just didn't tell anybody. And a few a few, a few people would have gone to watch. No of question. Course they would. Um, another thing they do, which is really impressive. They have a coach to every game. And their coach up to here on the weekend, 625 baht. They have to purchase their own ticket. Oh, that's brilliant. That's really, really good. So hence, that's why they get such good away crowds. So that's hats off to you there, guys. This, <laughs> Sorry. Is, this, is, why, this is why Simon oh, no, is no, tasked with doing his research. <laughs> oh, no, no. The, the piss commentators. <laughs> right, so you have to They're on terrible. To, have to They're on terrible. Yeah, but it's hilarious. If you've not listened, go on to their YouTube channel and uh, commentate. The stadium announcer's just brilliant because he just goes ape shit. And then on the YouTube, there's yes. two pissed blokes. <laughs> and it sounds like they're doing it down the pub. It is worth a little. He's the, the stadium announcer basically thinks he's Brazilian and and, 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 and announces the goals accordingly. Anyway, yeah, the commentary the commentaries are great. They are on the 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 Patia FC uh, YouTube page. Uh, maybe don't listen to all ninety minutes, otherwise you might start throwing things at your at your <laughs> computer screen. Uh, not an old club, founded in 2011 as Isan Patia, became Isan Discovery United, became Patia Dolphins United, and morphed into Patia United at the beginning of 2023. Uh, they one connection with Chiang Mai FC last season was Danilo, who scored a decent number of goals for them, and they finished first in T3 East last season, winning 16 of the 22 games. Danilo is now at Sisaket United. Others to watch out for, Wan uh, Mai, who isn't universally loved here, is the number 67, was at Chiang Mai FC in 2019. Did score one of the goals in, in that classic down at uh, Chomburi in the 7-5, but other than that, sort of, sort of, he's a bit of a hard man and uh, not universally popular. Judy Van is their Brazilian, number 95, uh, was at Conquen FC in T3 last season, uh, scored 12 in 17 games for last season. He's a Brazilian under 20 international, or was. Um, and he got three in five goals yeah. for that, so he's got to be pretty so decent. So, you know, as a Brazilian under 20, he would have been playing with some decent players. It's just others, I guess, sort of outgrew him or outdeveloped him and he was left behind a bit but he has scored um, three I think this season yeah or what he scored in each of the last three games this yeah, season yeah from what I've seen of him he just looks like a goal scorer he's always trying to shoot 
And he looks pretty good, to be honest. Runs are impressed. They lost their home opener to Zamat Prakan 2-1. Um, slightly controversial finish to that, but more that was more about the crowds than the football. And then one away at Lampang, good win, 2-1. Uh, at home to Rayong, 1-0. And away at Krabi, 2-0. Uh, so this may be their first really sort of hard away test. Yes, just going to skip back a bit. Hmm. All of their goals this season have been absolutely delightful. And they're not scared to shoot. Okay. And and they look pretty good. Another random thing, they've got a geriatric squad. They're not a young team, no. are they? Their goalkeeper's no. 40. Although in all fairness, he's had two men in the matches. Yes. Which is quite impressive. So well done, you old codger. <laughs> this is, this is um, Prasic, who spent the last couple of seasons with, uh, with BG Patham United. And just, there's obviously not a lot, but... 88, Tanagorn Singok Kuard or something. He's only 20, and he looks bloody lively. Oh, definitely want to have a look at him. He just looked really good. Runs his nuts off all over the place. So, good luck to the young lad. Yeah, Tanagorn, there we are. There we um, all right, that's probably beaten Patty United to death. Um, I think they will arrive with plenty of confidence. Therefore, they should not be underestimated in any way. Um, Absolutely not. They're, they've got to have something about yeah. them. They've basically had the same team for all four games. Yes, they have. Um, Eight players have played in all, have started in all four games. Yep. They look sharp up front. They're not scared to shoot. So obviously, a bunch of old players with a young lad running around. How long can I keep it up for? I'm sort of hoping, well, OK, that's going to be an advantage on the weekend because it's going to be a tough game. Yeah, they look it, good. It is I interesting because most of the players they've picked up, and they, they picked up some like 18 players in, 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 before the season started, and they pretty well all came out of T3. But it sort of confirms a long-held view that the better teams in T3 are pretty close to T2. Yeah, yeah. I mean, considering no-one's got any money... They've had a plan, and so far it seems yeah. to be working Bada, out. Bada Ali, the Omani forward, came from Krabi, and he's a player I've always sort of followed and quite liked. Uh, but he needs the right people around him, as we saw at Krabi last season. But he was one of the three who saved Krabi last season. Well, he, he could turn out to be quite important for them. Yeah. So yeah. be interesting to see how well how well he performs. On, on the road, they've well, been on the road. They've tended to play four four two up front with uh, with Judy Van is. Um, uh, Superwit Nim Kong, who wears number 17. Uh, but, yeah, it'll be... Expect a decent game and a good contest. So he, He's very popular down there, because he's the captain. Yes. So I think he's a fan's favourite by the looks of things. Played in all seven of the playoff games. So that... Is Patia? It's the kickoff is five thirty on Saturday. Um, a quick shirt update for you. If you, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, the shit show oh, continues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's if you order your shirt through the club's line account between now and I guess sort of Friday, the shirts will be available for collection at the stadium on Saturday before the game. Uh, also from the twentieth which is next week, you'll be able to 
go and buy your shirt from the club shop, which is being opened up at the same location that the season opening party was held, um, just off the Hangdong Road up behind uh, Central Airport. Beyond that, if you want more details on the shirts, the sizes, the price and everything else, uh, look at the official Chiang Mai FC Facebook page. And that, until next week, Simon, I think that's all I've got. Okay, cool. Uh, we will be back next week with a review of the weekend's results. We're hoping to be back next week with a, a another interview, um, but who knows? Who knows? I, this time I'm not going to make promises I can't guarantee I can deliver on, so <laughs> we'll do our best. Something to look forward to. Thank you, folks, for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. It's goodbye from me and uh, goodbye from... Me as well. Goodbye. <laughs> And well done, Richard. Thanks for that. Yeah, thanks a lot, Richard. Cool.